All right. Good morning, Teach Better family. We are back for the Administrator Mastermind Recap. I have the wonderful Ray Hewart, and I feel like, Ray, we've recorded a couple times in a row, right? Dude, get used to it. I'm yours, and I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's you just never know who's going to pop up with the Teach Better team for these Mastermind Recaps, but I really enjoyed the conversation this morning with you, and then obviously, Ray, I always enjoy recording with you, too. I actually very much needed admin mastermind this morning because I had a little bit of low motivation yesterday. So I needed to kick my morning off with like educators that were headed to work doing good things, just like problem solving. I feel like I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm well, pumped. You got it because it was a very amazing group this morning. It was a rich conversation. And honestly, we took the question from Facebook. Um, so for those who are watching, if you're not part of our admin mastermind Facebook group, make sure you jump on. We'll give the link in just a little bit. But the question came from one of our participants that's there almost every week. You know, she had a question in regards to surveys. And so I guess, Ray, if you don't mind, that, that question really set us up for a very long conversation, not only about surveys, but just feedback in general. And her question was to start off with anonymous versus, you know, providing names for surveys regarding personal goals and district and campus goals. So do you want to just kind of speak on kind of what was discussed with that? Yeah. I mean, there were so many different directions that we wanted to like pick apart in mm -hmm. this question because it was a rather robust question and it had to do with wanting a number of different things from leadership and staff. And yep. the first thing, which I'm sorry, took us off topic right as we started, but the first question she asked was about if it was going to be an anonymous survey or a non-anonymous, is that how you say that? Not anonymous survey. Sure. And I don't know the right grammatical, sorry. But the first thing I pushed back on was I hate anonymous surveys. And mm -hmm. so we were discussing like, when can you use them? Because I have not found an efficient, effective way to give an anonymous survey that gives me a direction or results. Like anonymous surveys are really easy to give when you're just trying to check the box that you like were trying to get people's feedback. And right. as you noted, Josh, like half the time we don't even look at it when they're anonymous, depending on what it is. Like we had a lot of examples that were discussed, but mm -hmm. we kind of started there where we want to create a safe space for people to be able to share and give their opinion. But if you're actually going to evaluate the results, sometimes anonymous answers actually leave you with more questions. Yeah. Yeah. I thought a lot of questions came from the questions. So like, what was the purpose of the survey? What's the goals of the district or the campus? Uh, and then also, you know, is there an example where anonymous would be beneficial and there wasn't a whole lot of examples <laughs> that were provided that an anonymous survey would would benefit folks well and i think something i was reflecting on and i don't know that we specifically talked about it but for me if it's a if it's a question on a person or a role's efficiency and effectiveness anonymous is really hard to do because you really do need more context when I was reflecting on some other things that we discussed later on, maybe if it was a survey that had to do with an event that you had and you only gave the survey to people that were really involved in the event, 
then maybe anonymous could work because you have some context already. They were a part of the planning. They were a part of the execution. Right. Now how'd it go? Um, but then I question, and it, again, why does it have to be anonymous? So from there, then we started kind of breaking down the question of personal setting personal goals, setting building goals, school-wide goals. Um, and I just, again, I don't think you can have an anonymous survey if you're setting personal goals because then you're losing that accountability and future reflection, which um, was discussed, but maybe, maybe you can have some school-wide goals that are anonymous because the, the hope would be that you're giving that to a, a specific group of people within the school that are able to be reflective. What are your thoughts on that, Josh? Yeah, I, I think I provided quite a bit of feedback in regards of like my own experience with anonymous surveys and and typically I found that it was on two both ends of the spectrum. So it was like, you love the initiative or you hate the initiative, or you love the job that I'm doing, or you hate the job I'm doing. Like there, there wasn't a whole lot of things that were taking away as far as like quality feedback. And I guess you could kind of like take that similar to like an Amazon review. Like when you go in and you look at five stars versus one stars, you're not getting a lot of quality feedback in regards to the product. Um, so like I tend to land at the three star reviews, right? Because that's going to give you kind of like the improvements that are needed for that product. And I feel like when there was anonymous surveys, there wasn't a whole lot of that middle ground. It was mostly the two extremes. Are you saying it's not good that I only read the five star reviews? <laughs> <laughs> On Amazon? Amazon. <laughs> I will say the, the best part of the conversation, I think, was the reflection on if surveys themselves were the right yeah. medium. To me, that's what held the most robust conversation in today's you know dialogue with you know administrators. Yeah, we were all over the map. So we were trying to find like strategies to make everyone feel inclusive with that feedback. But then if I, I would love to talk about that, right? So, you know, we were talking about collect collection methods, right? So how do we go about gathering feedback because surveys, yes, are one of many tools, but that's not something that we should lean on throughout the entire year and be the only way that we're gathering feedback. So um, do you want to speak on kind of what was given as far as examples of like other ways to, to gather feedback? Yeah. Yeah. The reflection of modalities, I think is something that teachers should be auditing on a constant basis. And so should our leadership teams. Mm -hmm. Thing that we focused on a lot was utilizing focus groups where you're getting people together and you're having a discussion. Maybe they're prepared for the discussion ahead of time. They know what kind of, kind of questions they're going to get. Maybe you're just kind of lobbing it into the group and, and seeing what the reaction is. But trying to find a way to facilitate dialogue, I think, is something that I am constantly going to be an advocate for simply because I believe that when you give feedback, the the hope would be that then that fosters more questions. Like that to me is the point of feedback. So if, uh, if a group is going to say, Hey, actually we, we didn't like this or this wasn't as beneficial. I don't just want to take that feedback and say, Oh, shucks, you know, and I have to problem solve this by myself, but I want to then be able to ask for follow-up questions about how to improve and, if this solution that I have actually suits the needs and, and everything else. So I, I'm always someone who leans on dialogue. And I think the only challenge to that is creating a safe space so that people feel like they can have that discussion. Yeah. Having an open dialogue at a staff meeting where they're in front of a hundred people may not be the best solution 
to get that. But, you know, like you said, maybe having smaller groups, uh, maybe having one-on-one face-to-face meetings. Uh, I always like to have face-to-face meetings in either Zoom or like in-person uh, because I can read body language. I can see facial features. I can see tone of voice or hear tone of voice. And so like those other components kind of help me decipher, okay, is the feedback they're giving true? Or is it something where, you know, I'm an administrator, I'm in a position of power and they're just going to say yes to everything I'm proposing uh, if it's an initiative specifically. So like, I, I like having that face-to-face dialogue. Some people like to have it in other forms. So um, it was nice to hear like some other ways that um, folks do that with like temperature check-ins, personal meetings, emails, um, obviously surveys. So there were a lot of different examples that were provided. You though opened up a can as usual to incentivizing. Oh, it's tasks. true. <laughs> but that, but yeah, I okay. So this initially started because we we're talking about our focus groups, and we facilitate focus groups with our ambassadors. I don't believe we do it enough. That would be my personal opinion. My goal is to do it more. But essentially, anytime we do something large, we like to bring in a focus group of our ambassadors. We kind of an open invitation to anyone within that group. And we want them to come and tear apart the event, like desperate for feedback. How do we make this better? No, nothing that we implement is is perfect. And we know that. So the problem is you get these ambassadors who are, such advocates of the Teach Better family, and all they want to do is shower us with praise, which don't get me wrong, I love the ego boost, but but that's not what we are looking for. Like, So we start the meeting off saying, hey, we appreciate you being here. We believe the event was a success. However, you can always improve. You can always make it better. So your job in this meeting is to find ways to improve a maybe already great you know, thing that way, everybody has the understanding that when you start comments, it's with the understanding that this was a huge success already. And right. sometimes then you hear crickets, like it's because they're like, Oh, I don't know. So I like to be dramatic and be like, let, for example, if you came to this event, how could it be better? Free ice cream for everybody every 35 minutes, right? That would make it so much better. So trying to kind of over overdo the feedback so that they can say, no, Ray, that's ridiculous. No, but how about just insert idea here? I actually think a lot of, I, I was sitting in a meeting the other day where it must have been three weeks ago, where a principal was discussing this and they had, a, they had a student that was a behavior problem and the principal came in and was like, okay, so what are our solutions? And it's crickets. And the principal was like, all right, should we just like suspend them, get rid of them? We don't even want to teach them anymore. And the, and to be honest, it did, it, 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 it lit a fire because you had teachers saying, well, no, hold on. No, that no, that's not what we want to do. That's too dramatic. Mm-hmm. What are the steps prior to that? So trying to find ways to push discussion, maybe that's right. Well, yeah, and I, I thought it was an interesting concept of like, we have to be careful with that and knowing our staff because, you know, some people take offense to that. Like, I'm a professional. I don't need right. any type of incentive. Uh, so you just need to make sure that you understand who you're working with and who you're doing that with. Uh, but then also I thought a great example was leaving early passes that were provided uh, yes. because a lot of, I mean, our staff asks all time, like I got a doctor's appointment, I got a dentist, my kids got this, can I leave early? And so it just kind of allowed them to have permission to do that when they needed to, instead of having to find the administrator, 
I have that uncomfortable conversation sometimes. Um, you know, I just kind of gave them the excuse they needed to to go and be the professional that they are. Well, and we've done it too, right? We send a survey to people and we're like, oh, you're in the raffle for a gift card or, you know, oh, you, you know, get a free coffee or a free lunch on your administrator. You know, it's, I don't know that it's necessarily bad to, to have incentives. I do think that all of this comes down to balance because you want people to feel heard and respected. Yep. You want authentic feedback and you also don't want it to take all of your time. <laughs> Correct. I know. It's, it's not an easy thing to do as, as any building or district leader knows. So let's continue the conversation though. So regardless of where you are in education, if you are one that's seeking feedback and you've had success, I want you to throw it in the chat or uh, throw it in the comment section as far as what you have used, what has been effective for you. Do you use anonymous surveys? And if so, what do you use it for? Because we're curious. <laughs> but also if you're watching us on YouTube, for the first time and you want to join this group we have phenomenal leaders we are meeting every tuesday morning at 9 a.m eastern and it's free which is the most beautiful thing ever we all love free things so go to teachbetter.com mastermind to sign up and then also of course i sh i said i was going to do this earlier this is the facebook group link so make sure that you're joining us because it's important to have this conversation every tuesday morning have collaboration to support each other, but it's also another thing to have that support throughout the week. And that's what we're looking for. And as a reminder, if you're new here, not everybody comes every week. So give yourself permission to throw it on your calendar. And if you can't make it for two weeks, that's okay. Just sign up so you have it when you can join. It's funny, Ray, that you say that because I was getting blown up this morning and people <laughs> emailing me, box me, whatnot, saying, I want to be there so bad but this, you know, A, B and C came up and we get that. That's why we do these mastermind recaps is so that you can stay in touch with the conversations that we're having every single week and we're here for you. So if you need support, reach out to Ray or myself. We love helping all types of educators. And so if you need any support, just let us know. Ray, I am so excited that I get support from you every single day. And I appreciate you being here on the admin mastermind recap. Super fun. Friends, good to see you. And we'll see you again soon on Admin Mastermind Recap.